Welcome back to the Babylon Pastor Podcast, the bestest, bestest, most listened toest podcastest on the entire internetist. We welcome you to the cohesion of thought, intellect, and amazing awesomeness. Now, I'm your host, Michael, and this is your host. <laughs> love it! I love it. Oh, the video version is better. The spinning of the chair, man. I wish I'm a little dizzy. <laughs> Isn't it amazing to you how the things you could do when you were seven, you can't do anymore with ease? That that's yeah. the most the frustrating thing about getting old for me. That's <clears throat> actually what I'm looking forward to most in heaven is I'll be able to get dizzy uh, slower. You know. Yeah, or maybe not. <clears throat> well, yeah, surely I don't know. I, would God take that away? Or is, is dizziness a part of the fall? Like, That's the theological question. Is dizziness <laughs> a part of the fall? <laughs> so the question being addressed today. Um... You know, so the, there's so <clears throat> many ancient uh, early church fathers that that try to answer literally every question. Someone somewhere. Like Tertullian was sitting down going, you know, dizziness is a part of the quantum. Da, 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 da. And it, just, <laughs> just, it just got lost somewhere. That scroll's gone. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, guys, welcome back to uh, the uh, second episode in which we answer or respond to the statements of atheists. Um, so I, I, not too long ago, put online uh, because I had an influx of atheists following me because of a particular tweet that I'm not going to talk about now. But I, I tweeted out after I saw that influx and asked, uh, since I clearly have your attention, I have a couple questions for you. And I said this, what is your biggest beef with Christianity? And what are some questions that no one has been able to answer for you? And I got a lot of responses, as we talked about last time, all positive, all great, all wonderful. Uh, to be fair, there were some atheists that were that were kind, um, but in general, no. <laughs> but I guess the same could be said as Christians in some regards yep. as well. So uh, here's the question or statement we're going to be looking at today. And it says this. Why do some of you insist on telling non-Christians about Jesus as though he is an off-brand new diet that we should try? I guarantee you, we've all heard about Jesus ad nauseum. If we were interested in being Christians, we'd already be Christians. So there's there's a lot. There's a lot. There's something in particular I definitely want to touch in on this. But what are your initial responses? Like, right, as a pastor, you say, hey, come to church. And they're like, ah, <clears throat> If I want to be a Christian, I'd be a Christian already. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I think that she has a point uh, in the first sentence, the actual question. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that Christians do a disservice to Christ um, with the whole, hey, give Jesus a try kind of mentality. Like like I Rick think Warren. That's... Rick Warren said that one time. <laughs> yes, like Rick Warren. Okay. Who, by the way, it can't have his mind changed by culture. But um, uh, that's a clip. I'm definitely podcasting about that. By the way, okay. Um, because to that. that's frustrated me. But um, but the the. I mean, that give Jesus a try kind of a thing. <clears throat> First of all, um, that's impossible um, theologically. <laughs> like, biblically, that's not a thing. You can't just give Jesus a try. 
either you're a Christian or you're not, and there are no Christians who turn back into pagans, that deconstruction kind of thing is a myth. There are only Christians and pagans and pagans who masquerade as Christians for a time or, or whatever. Um, th those are the two options. That's it. And you can't try Jesus and try Christianity. Uh, of, if you try Christianity as an unbeliever, you're going to hate it. Uh, I mean, it's you know, not going to be a fun time, bro. <laughs> yeah. Right. You're, you're actually inviting people, uh, in, inviting people in uh, to solidify their unbelief at the end of the day, if you do it that way, um, because it, it, it is um, a, a work of God when that happens. When someone does actually become a Christian, what the Bible teaches us is that it is because they are, um, they have been given a new heart by God, essentially. They've been changed there. I mean, the scriptures use all sorts, I mean, you know this, right? The scriptures uh, use all sorts of words and phrases for this, a new creation, uh, born again, um, those kinds of things. The, the, the point is, um, you, you are actually changed in such a way that it is no longer, uh, you, you no longer have hatred toward God. And to be clear, that's what unbelief is. Um, you may not agree with that. You may not uh, uh, display it in obvious ways. You think, um, but um, but that's what it is. It's a it's a defiance of your Creator. That's that's the whole thing. Um, and the scriptures also teach that that uh, everyone knows this. That everyone knows who God is. Um, that He's revealed enough of Himself, even when you go to the Grand Canyon. Um, for you to be condemned by him for not for not uh, uh, loving. It's just when, when you say him. that, I'm not to interrupt you, but when you say that, it's just like you get to heaven, standing before God, and it's like you didn't give me enough evidence. It's like uh, I remember you going to the ocean. <laughs> I remember you waking up. Like was that not enough for you? <laughs> yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Maybe like count your heartbeats throughout the day. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Um, but this, um. It, uh, she's right. <laughs> that's, that's my, 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 yeah. my first initial response is that, yeah, if you're treating the son of the living God, um, and, and the, the thing, uh, the event that is the crux of all human history, um, as a, a brand new diet we should try, um, then, then you're going about it the wrong way. And I would even say probably repentance is needed um, yeah. because that's, that's treating Christ as uh, something that's uh, a little nonchalant for who he is. Well, but. I, I think the two statements go together. So the first one being like, why do, uh, let me get this pulled up. Why do some of you insist on telling non-Christians about Jesus as though he's a brand new diet? I guarantee you we've all heard about Jesus ad nauseum. And I, these two things go together. So th th that we've heard about Jesus ad nauseum is something I really want to touch on because yeah. I think we assume Christians probably do assume that their non-believing friends have heard about Jesus already. And non-Christians probably do also, as, as she states here, like we've already heard, we've already heard the sales pitch. We've already heard the whole thing. We know about Jesus. We know about all these things he can do. And going to your point, this idea that the way Jesus has been presented as a try him out for 30 days or, hey, unbelievers. I mean, I've heard so many pastors that I review 
literally stay from the podium. Hey, just try these principles out. Even if you don't believe in Jesus, these principles in scripture are going to help you. And it's one of those things that it's sort of that in and of itself is a sales pitch of try Jesus because it'll help your life. At least even if you don't follow him, (laughs) Your, your facial expressions and whenever you, you assume that that is people's understanding of Jesus, there is this thought that, oh, well, they've already heard about him. No, you have not heard about Jesus. You've heard about principles. You have you have almost been sold a sales pitch on a person or a, a lifestyle. Um, but what I found is, especially when I talk to people about, all right, like what they actually understand about Christianity, it's all wrong. Like they don't have an understanding of what orthodox belief is in the personal work of Jesus Christ, what that, what the implications are that in somebody's life. I, so for example, I trained a guy not too long ago, a couple months ago, and he's grown up in the exact same area that we've grown up, that we grew up in his whole mm-hmm. life. He, he's 10 years older than us. He's, he's, he's 52. And, uh, well, not, I mean, again, 52. So he's, he's older than us. And, um, he's been around churches his whole life not attended any of them, right? I think he mentioned that he went to like an Easter program once or twice. But the point is he's been in the area. And in my head, when we had this conversation, it was mind blowing to me that he was like, yeah, I don't really have any clue what Christians believe. Like I've heard about Jesus, but I don't know what you guys believe. And he grew up in the same area we did. And my assumption was there's a church on every corner, bro. Like there's programs all the time. There's people constantly, you know, doing things, uh, you know, for their church and outreach. But this man's grown up 52 years of his life. No one's ever told him about who Jesus is, what the Bible means, any of this. And I think that sometimes we assume, oh, they've heard about Jesus ad nauseum. So like, there's no real point of rehashing this. There's no point of getting into the deep things of the scriptures. They've already heard it. They've just rejected it. 100% 100% not true. I can I can give you five different instances in which I've talked to people within the last year about who Jesus is and have no clue about what salvation means, have no idea what believers believe about who Jesus is, resurrection. Like there were there are people that are out there that have been told about Jesus or at least in some form or fashion that don't know that Christians believe that Jesus rose from the dead. They just think that Jesus was this really good prophet, this really good teacher and Christians follow his teachings. They have they there was one lady they're like, "Hold on. You believe this dude got up from death." 100%. Like never had heard that before. Again, grew up in not where we are at, but in the Bible Belt in the South. And so that you would think, oh, well, of course she's heard about who Jesus is and heard about, you know, the gospel. Not at all. And she went to church for a little bit. And so it's one of those things where when you present, I think these two things that this person states build off of one another. When you present Jesus as a sales pitch or a make your life better or a hero of the principles that matter, that just in and of itself misses the gospel And then these people think they've heard about who Jesus is. They think they know what Christians believe. And they are tired of hearing about it because maybe they did try it and it didn't work. And so they're just like, well, that's just one more thing that I can kind of check off that doesn't do anything for me. And so they assume they've heard the gospel. They think they know what Christians believe. And then Christians on the other side are like, well, I'm just tired of hearing that, you know, I've already heard it all. They haven't. And then so... It's just this cycle of like, you think they've heard it. They think they've heard it, but they have no clue. And unfortunately, some Christians have no clue in regards to how to explain that. And so we're just in this cycle of people being like, well, I've heard about it. And we assume that they're telling the truth, (laughs) that they've heard about it when they haven't. Yeah. I mean, 
And, and I think one of the things that is so terrible about all of that is that we, we end up, um, as Christians, uh, walking alongside of a bunch of people who are headed to hell and, uh, we think they know and they don't really care. And so we don't do anything. And, um, it, it has to be like such a, <laughs> it's such a great tragedy, uh, the whole thing. And, um, uh, I think, uh, that there's a lot in, um, there's a lot in Christianity that is, um, so even, uh, l- let me just deal with her last sentence for a second. And this, this is, uh, an, an illustration. Um, I know she didn't mean it like this, but, but this is, this is an illustration of how little people actually understand about Christianity. Um, if we were interested in Christianity, we'd already be Christians. Now there's a sense in which that's true. Um, but, but what, what you don't realize is that to be interested in Christianity, it, it begins and ends with you being interested in Christ. Um, not just another religion. Uh, if I, I, I promise if I, um, were not a Christian and I watched Christians behave, um, and that's, and that's what my whole assessment of Christianity being worthy or unworthy is, I wouldn't be a Christian either, but, but it's not, it's the, the whole, the whole thing with Christianity is Christ. Like he's the crux of the whole thing. He is it. That's why it's called Christianity. Uh, And, and so the, and, and what you're talking about, Michael, what you mentioned is, is completely true. And that is that, um, that uh, Christ is not just something that you try. Um, when, when we present as Christians, when we present, uh, some sort of gospel-ish thing like that, um, what we're presenting is simply another lifestyle to try. It's it, it, and she actually worded it perfectly well, a brand new diet, because this is, this is an illustration she uses that is super true. Um, it's a helpful illustration because, um, there's a new diet every 30 minutes and it's always the very best one you can be on. And, oh my gosh, I lost 400 pounds and whatever. Right. And now I'm ripped. Uh, no, no exercise at all. Or I mean like, and and I can still have chocolate, right? Uh, Like all these diets that always come out, right. It's like, um, they're always the best one. And yet, I mean, you can sense by my own sarcasm that they're not, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Clearly Like not, they're always yeah. this, this best uh, thing that you can do. Uh, oh, take this pill. You'll lose weight and not have to do anything. And, um, and, and, uh, of, of as, as skeptical as I am of those kind of diets, I would be the same kind of skeptical if Christianity were just some sort of religious system. But, but the fact of the matter is that, that the Christ of Christianity is the son of God, that God is real. And if that's true, if it's true that God is real, if it's true that there is a God who created all things, then it is true. It follows logically that, um, that you're just a pot and he's the potter, right? And, and a tree is a pot and he's a pot. Like everything, 
is his. And so therefore, uh, there's, there's a situation now, right? Because I'm, I'm living in active rebellion against this creator. Um, he has shown us his, his law, the, the things that are best for us. Um, the, the Ten Commandments being written in Exodus 20 and Deuteronomy, that's not the first time that the Ten Commandments existed. Like God's moral law existed in the heart of Adam, and Adam rebelled against that. Um, and, and so the, 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 the Christ of Christianity, what gets sold is Jesus without an understanding that, um, you're, you're not only drowning, you're freaking dead. You're dead. You're a dead rotting corpse and you desperately need Christ, who is the only way, the only one with the power to do this. You desperately need Christ to reach down, grab you by the the skeletal hand that's rotting and, and pull you up and give you life. That's the situation. And yet what we're told, what we tell people so often in the, when you mentioned sermons like that and pastors telling people, it's like, oh my gosh, they shouldn't be pastors. I agree. Yes. Um, if, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm behind a pulpit um, with a Bible in front of me, nevertheless, and, and, and teaching, um, uh, teach you. So this is, this is what I do when I'm preaching. I, I preach, uh, that our, that our people who are Christians, um, in our church may be convicted, cut to the heart. Um, all the, the pride and, and wonderful things about us melt away and crumble off of us. And we feel desperate all over again. And then you direct them to Christ. If you're an unbeliever, you happen to be an unbeliever sitting in the in the crowd, um, then it's literally the same thing. You, you, you I'm, I'm preaching um, that you may be saved from something, um, not that uh, here's a way to to live a better life next week, um, because because frankly, if that's the thing, Christianity is not a good answer. <clears throat> It's not. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. if if my standards are the are what the world is for a good life, then Christianity is not the best thing you could do. The best thing you could do is talk to you know a, a good financial advisor, um, and uh, get a get a solid job, and save a lot, and buy what you want, and do the American dream thing. And I mean, there there are lots of easier ways to live your life than becoming mm -hmm. a Christian. You're you're an evidence of that. Yeah, right. Well, you're definitely because not going to be in like of like power. Yeah, the, I mean, Christianity yeah. says lay it down and pursue him, and the world. It, it, right. It, the the good thing to do would be like you know step on everybody and go up the ladder, or you know find the tie, you know the tax break so you don't have to spend all your money. And yeah, there's a whole lot other things to be more successful, quote unquote. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've we've sold a picture to people that is not true. The, the biggest problem that people have, we think, when we, when we uh, preach the gospel like that, that's a different gospel. Because, um, because uh, what, what we're selling people then is that your biggest problem in life is maybe your marriage or your, uh, uh, your family life or your, your relationship with your kids or 
um, your financial situation or your job or like pick one, right? The, the worst thing about your life, the biggest problem that you have is uh, those kinds of things that are all completely arbitrary compared to the actual biggest problem that any of us have. And that is that we have sinned against an immutable, perfect, holy, righteous God, the, the God of the universe who created all things, who has the power to wipe you out like Noah and the flood, right? That, that God, we've sinned against him. That's a big problem, yeah. right? It, it makes whatever marriage problem you might have look pretty insignificant. Like that's the big problem. And, and the big problem is because he's just and he's a good judge, you're going to incur his wrath for that. And, and it's, it's not a hell. Isn't a party where you can be with your buddies. Hell is God actively pouring out his wrath on you for your disobedience to such a beautiful, perfect God. And that is a big problem. And we don't sell the whole gospel. We just, we just assume that people will get it. If, if we give them the Jesus part at the end, yeah, um, I need a, I need a, a preach preacher disservice. button. I need a preach preacher button where it's just like <laughs> the organ starts going or something in the background. <laughs> that's what I need, <laughs> man. That's what I need. You got that going there for a second. No, that's part. I think and and to sort of I guess sort of start summing up this episode because I think really everything that is said there is addressed. But I do want to touch on one point because you were talking about like the evangelical or the deconstruction movement. And I think the, the people I've talked to, the people that we know that have left the faith, um, you know, quote unquote, what I mean, however you want to word that, um, have done so in some part because of what you said before. Like if, you, if I was looking at Christians <laughs> for the example of how, you know, well, you know, how to live, then I'd have an issue too. And that's a lot of the people I've spoken with are like, yeah, but look at Christians. They've tied themselves to politics or look at Christians. They, they treat people this way or that way. And it's one of those things where um, uh, us selling Christianity as a, a new diet or a try this and it'll be better situation has actually led to the, the you know, I don't know, if, a crisis, if you want to call it, but the, it's led to the gates being open to a bunch of people that have been in church leaving and now saying, well, this obviously doesn't work and not in droves because you were sold a really crappy product that you were told was the best product ever. And you've seen nothing but terrible things come from the very thing that you were told were great. And now you're disappointed. You're disenchanted with it. You don't, you're like, what is this thing that I was told was so great that isn't? And it's because you were not sold the gospel and, uh, well, not sold the gospel. You weren't, you weren't, you didn't hear the gospel preached. You didn't see true lives that were, you know, true hearts and minds being changed. Um, and so you saw it and you had really like what you said before, you kind of had the natural reaction, which is, well, this is crap. Like, why would I want this? If this is what, if this is what you say it is, why would I, 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 again, to your point, I could do better with the world's principles than I could do with these. And because of that, I mean, we've really created, the church has really created their own problem in the sense that you've had the secret sensitive movement, which is really sold. Hey, look at this Jesus as a product principle situation that has yeah. led to so many people leaving because that was the natural reaction of seeing, you know, a terrible quote unquote product. And we haven't, you know, they, they haven't had interaction with a very many people at least 
whose hearts and minds have been changed. Um, and we're really dealing, I think, with that now, just that whole system and that structure. But I, I, there's so many implications to that that roll down in this tweet, but also just in general. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I would say at, um, to kind of end, end my comments, I, I, I understand where this person is coming from. Um, and, and I, I agree it, that if that, and I, I just, I mean, on a personal to this person specifically note, like if, if this is, if this is how he's been presented to you, then that's not the Christ of the Bible. That is not the Jesus of the Bible. Um, and, and my hope for you is that you would actually listen to this whole thing that we're doing today and then and then begin to actually research um the 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 gospel in in itself the situation that christians so stop looking at the lives of christians um although christians we should be ambassadors for christ mm -hmm. yeah. we should strive of course we should strive to live according to the scriptures of course, we should strive for holiness and further sanctification and growing in Christ. Um, and yet we're going to fail. And so that's why, as this uh, this person who has commented on the tweet, um, I, I would say don't look chiefly at the lives of Christians. Um, what you're going to see is, you know, uh, uh, what you're going to see is um, hypocrisy uh, and, and, and failure and sin. And, um, and the only thing that makes a Christian a Christian is, is that, um, th that we gradually, um, uh, and sometimes very gradually, um, attain victory over certain sins because of the power of Christ in us. And, um, and that is all of him. It has nothing to do with pride or, or us being awesome or anything like that or strong or whatever. Um, it's all of Christ. And, um, and so focus, focus your attention on the actual gospel and on Christ. Um, the, the Christ of Christianity is why we chase Christianity as Christians. It's why we pursue it. It's why we attempt to read the scriptures and study more um, and, and know God more through his word. It's why we do all the stuff we do because of Christ and who he is. So um, uh, don't just look at his lifestyle. Look at what he did and and pay attention to that and my prayer for you is that you'll come to uh come to know him in such a way that that you'll have saving faith too and it, it won't just be a diet to try because it's absolutely not just a diet to try awesome look at that pastor's heart well guys hopefully that was helpful to you and we will talk to you next time <laughs>